welcome to Tokyo Talk Podcast with your girl Jessica May here to share everything from lifestyle, growth mindset, news, you name it, where my ultimate goal is to be transparent and impart wisdom through my experiences and perspectives. Hello. We came from rags to riches. Goddamn, yeah. We came from luxury. Today is a very special day. It's the first ever official episode of Tokyo Talk. And more importantly, we have a very special guest, a very close friend of mine. He's family, the founder of Young Mind, Young Body, Amir Shalay. Hey, what's up, Tokyo Talk Podcast? It's your YMB founder, Amir Shalay. Welcome, welcome. It's been a long time coming, this podcast, because me and you actually have previous arrangements before, but I'm glad to have you on the first ever Tokyo Talk Talk podcast, the live episode. Are you crazy? Yo, thank you for having me, fam. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, it's going to be, this episode is going to be a little bit crazy, I know, because of me and you, man. But um, just give us a little bit of a background about what Young Mind, Young Body is, you know, how you came up with it, um, and what the purpose of it, what do you choose, like, what do you want to achieve with uh, your company? Okay, before I get into that, disclaimer, everybody. I'm in my room and it's currently nighttime. So if my voice lowers, it's because my mama banging on the wall. But yep. you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know Tita Sita. Yeah, man, she she needs her beauty rest, man. But yeah, young mind, young body. Like, so we're we're a company that's founded on elevating your mindset through just having developing your mentality and just enhancing your mental health. And we're mainly focused on like the youth of this generation but if you're just anybody that's trying to boss up their life through their mental health then you know like you can come through as well whether you want to be like a doctor a lawyer actor musician athlete entrepreneur or whatever type of field you're trying to move yourself in you know like we come teach a universal way where you can create a mindset that you can put into any field that you can leverage to your advantage and like yeah that's basically that's basically like what young mind young body is you know and like what what really made you want to invest yourself into this company like what gave you that unction to want to create young mind young body it's mm, a good question so i think when i started when i started to realize like i kind of wanted to boss up my life mm-hmm. i kind of realized that like you know i was still a kid so i was still protected by like certain things that you wouldn't have to face when you're like you know, older, like an adult. Yeah. And I was never really properly cultivated as a youngin on how to mentally handle that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're just, a lot of us aren't like protected in that sense mm-hmm. or just developed in that sense. So like when I jumped into it, I was just like, I didn't know how to handle it. Like my brain was like, yo, I don't know how to suddenly adapt to this course of change. Yeah. So then I had to realize how to change my mindset, elevate my mindset because in my head, I have, a, I have a dream to be something that I want to be. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't aware of the reality you have to face. Yeah. So that's what kind of made me realize that. And I realized that there's a lot of people similar to me 
that kind of need this little teaching. So that's why I just, I created this. Do you feel like men in particular have a little bit more struggle dealing with uh, mindfulness, meditation, like nowadays compared to um, women? Honestly, um, I do feel like mindfulness in today's society is more like has more of a demographic towards like women Mm -hmm. like like from my experience of putting myself in the industry as of so far primarily what I see there is a lot of females that discuss this topic more than men not to say that there's not men there's not men in the field there are and there's Mm -hmm. a lot of successful men and women but I do feel like that um you know there are there could we could have more men more open to this discussion you know yeah that's what i think do you think like do you think as a man that it's important to bring like group together and be able to talk about stuff like this because i feel like not a lot of men i feel like now more men are bringing awareness to it but i feel like there's still a lot of men that are not ashamed but they're kind of in the dark talking about you know their emotions or dealing with certain things and different factors affecting them so do you think that there should be more of like a conversation or there should be more, I, not, not a movement, I guess I would say, but like, like more attention brought to it um, for the men? Mm. Well, my page is designed specifically for anybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whether it's male or female. Yeah. I do. I do believe that like men should definitely have that space more yeah you know because you're you're saying that men should be more open about talking like these type of stuff you mean yeah 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 most definitely you know it's always important for everyone to open up to everything you know and that includes a male or like a female you know Mm -hmm. so like definitely like if you if you come to me per se and you want to tell me like yo like i have this sort of issue here here i'm not going to judge you you know like i'm just gonna listen yeah. You know, and 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 I'm gonna tell you to the next man that comes to your problems, well, whatever, man, just listen without judgment. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, we can pass this type of stuff on. Yeah. Well, that's great that you ha- that you're starting that you're starting out this company and being able to do good things, especially during a time like this, like during quarantine and during coronavirus is one of the most like trying times for a lot of people because a lot of people. Um, have to well stay home for most part. I know now in Toronto, they're lifting the restrictions a little bit, but I know yeah. especially in the beginning, people are uh, might struggle being home because for whatever reason, there's a lot of different mental health issues, and being at home sometimes can make people feel like they have to think more or they start to deal with more things that they're that they're running from and being at home sometimes can drive you to overthink different situations and scenarios in your life. So I think it's good to be able to have a platform like what you have right now to kind of be able to bring these people to your page to get help and learn how to deal with, deal with different situations and deal with different problems. Like for any of you that are listening to this right now, like go and follow young mind, young body. I'm going to put the link in the description but for real, for yeah, real, follow that, follow that for real, <laughs> for real, for real. There's <laughs> a lot of stuff on that page that gives a lot of education, anything like tips and stuff like that to deal with different situations and different 
scenarios like I promise you like this is a really good place to go to like Amir's my boy like anytime I'm going through something like I will ask him stuff in regards to this so like it's no joke but I really think it's a good thing that you're starting something like this like it's really great to see really great to hear it's been a long time coming appreciate it appreciate ideas, it all of these ideas that you know like for how many years me and you've been like trying to put our heads in the mud and just keep on finding different ideas time after a time lot. I'm glad to finally see something that sticks with you, that you're passionate about, and that you're pursuing with everything that you have. Ah, I appreciate that. You know, three years, man, we've been grinding, fam. We've been yeah. grinding, putting in work. So it's like, yeah. same for you, man. Like, I'm glad you found something as well, you know? What is it like for you as a first-generation entrepreneur in your family? Like, what does that mean to you? And what are the different struggles and processes that you had to go through to kind of get yourself to this place? Oh, okay. I think uh, definitely struggles would be breaking yeah. stigma. Yeah. Most first and foremost. Yeah. You know, I think everybody or like every like every child or first gen entrepreneur that's trying to break the status quo, you know, they're, they're going to get judged. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to mm-hmm. have to. I feel like you just got to have thick skin for that, you know, and for just real. do what you do. And, for you know, real. your actions will speak like louder than words. Yeah. That's like my take on it, you know? Yeah. And it's like, definitely hard. It's definitely mm-hmm. hard. Especially when you have, like, like really strict... I don't know for other cultures, but, like, I know in the Filipino culture, like, it's really hard to become an entrepreneur because all they want are nurses or people that are... In, yeah, <laughs> man. Or people that are in, like, the, the medical industry. That's all they really care for. Or, or like, um, what, are, what other jobs do Filipino parents really like for their kids besides medical? Like, hospitality. Those are yeah, like the yeah, two man. types of industries that they're like, hi, Anak, you should learn how to do this. Yeah, I see bare Pinoy flight attendants, man, you know. Like... Right? Yeah. It must be hard dealing with parents. Like, It's not an easy thing because I feel like a lot of, and this is probably due to like cultural, like cultural shock too. For those of you who don't know, like in the Philippines, you go to school for a certain amount of years before you could graduate high school at the age of 16. And then you go to university. Now they changed it to where it's similar to here. You graduate in grade 12. So you're around 18 years old. And then you go to university. Wait, but they do that in the Philippines now too? Yeah, they do. Oh, they did damn. Because before, I, when, I, when I last went back there, I think in like 2012, 2013, you could graduate at the age of 16. You would graduate high school at 16 and go to high school. So by the time that you're done school and everything like that, you'd be in your 20s. But now they've actually extended the, the schooling process. So you're done at 18 and then you graduate and you go to university. But mm, I, see. I know for them, because of the economy and everything like that, that's in the Philippines, the way everything works in the Philippines is very different than here. So security is found in jobs. And for Filipino parents, when you come here to Canada, where you have so much more opportunity yeah and access to those different opportunities they don't really think too much about it because their whole thing is finding security like how can we find security like you need to find a nine-to-five job to be secure you need to be working for an employer to be secure you need to be able to finish your education and get a diploma and get a degree so you can secure your job you know like that's that's what it's all about it's all about being secure so when they hear the word entrepreneur it's like, what? Business? What? I remember my mom talking to me about that. She was just like, what are you going to do with business? That's what she asked me. She, she legit 
one day I just looked at her. We were walking home in the nighttime. I was like, mom, I want to go into business. She's like, what are you going to do with business? What's that going to do for you? Business. What's business? I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm like, yeah, for real. Like, I don't know. Like, I just know that I want to do business. I don't know why, but I want to do business. And she, she just had the shock of her life. It took her, I think, two weeks to actually process the fact that I said that to her. Like, no Bro. lie. No lie. That's like legitimately the same with my mom. I remember like, like, I was like, like, I remember I told my my um, mom because I I was originally supposed to go to uh, York for kinesiology, you know, your boy. I remember that. Wanted to be a, a physiotherapist, you know, and then York. I told my mom I wanted to do business and he's like, uh, I, 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 John, you do business, you <laughs> You do focus on healthcare, you know, maybe become lawyer. And I was like, yo, that's not my flex. You know, that's not how I want to move. Yeah. You know? But I understand her concern behind it, you know, because it's like, as you said, you know, like, it's about security. Yeah, they really don't know. They don't know. They don't know the difference, like what it is like here. So like their whole thing is to be secure, like find security. But I even had this conversation with my mom a few days ago where she's still because now like I'm pursuing different things now where I essentially be working for myself and she's just like you need to find a full-time job and I'm like it's I'm I'm like it's been three years and you still (laughs) haven't grasped onto the fact that I told you I'm gonna be working for myself like my whole thing, my whole life's purpose for me and my goal in my life is to be able to create multiple streams of income so I don't have to worry about where my next paycheck is coming from. And I've been telling you this for three years and you still got to tell me that I need to find a full-time job. Like, she is in denial, just straight denial. But it's okay because I get it. But I told her, I said, look at this. Like, let's, let's look at it this way. The people that coronavirus is such a good time for people to kind of have a realization it's good for a lot of things but this in my journey helped me see something very important that could help prove my point and this is what I said to her I said you're telling me to find a full-time job and find security in a nine-to-five working for somebody else during this pandemic where are all the people that are working nine-to-five where are all the people that are working in these jobs that's facts the people that are working for themselves or selling or doing whatever it is they're still making money they ain't gotta worry about a thing but the people that are working for other people that are relying on other people for their income now they're relying on the government to get their money and the people who are doing a nine-to-five right now a lot of them are kind of like they're doing it at risk you know what i'm saying yeah and if they are doing it like some of them are doing, I know some of them are doing it remotely, but majority of them that are working are putting either putting themselves at risk or they're not working at all relying on the government. So if you're telling me that security is being found in a full-time job, well, during times like this, I don't really see that much security because mm-hmm. to me, security is knowing I don't have to worry about where my next paycheck is going to come from. I don't have to, like finding that financial freedom is so important, but I could never be able to reach that freedom if I'm still going to be, if my paycheck is being controlled by somebody else. You know what I, I mean? agree with you. 
Well, quick disclaimer to people who don't want to be an entrepreneur and enjoy the nine to five life. Oh yeah, no, there is like nothing that's nothing against that. that. You know what I'm saying? We're not we're not trying to roast y'all for that, but like you know what I'm saying. I do think that it's still important for y'all to like have more than one income, just like Jess said, because you know like like that shit's important. Look at the look at the way we are right now. If you had like a, a couple extra incomes, you know, like you'd be a little more like in a better situation, and you know you don't have to. You know, you can kind of have a little more freedom in your life, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like, I am not roasting nobody who loves to work their 9 to 5. 9 to 5 jobs have really good paying jobs. There are. Exactly, It you just know? doesn't, it does, for me personally, it just, it never, it never suited my lifestyle. And I, I realized you. that at such a young age, I worked for somebody else for years in management. And I realized that the amount of work for me, for me personally, not for everybody, because there are a lot of people yeah. who have really good jobs. And, yeah. and like even a quick disclaimer to all of the frontline people that are working, nurses, doctors in the hospitals, people are in the long-term care homes, anybody who's involving themselves in helping out with the pandemic, like my hat goes off to all of you. Like you're doing a mm-hmm. really good thing right now. Like I appreciate every single thing that y'all are doing because like we couldn't be able to, we wouldn't be able to make it here without any of y'all so my yeah. hat go off to you too like Kudos I, to y'all still. I am not holding anything against you but people that are working in in this area and this field in different industries is just for me personally like at a young age I started working I started began working in management and operations and I started to understand that no matter how much hard work I put into somebody else is going to be getting paid for my hard work you mm-hmm. know like every single thing that all of my effort that I put into my job, somebody else is going to be making more money because I'm doing a good job. I'm not getting mm-hmm. that money. The person that I'm working for is getting that money. Facts. And I learned that at a very young age, and that, that for me in the industry that I was working in, taught me that I didn't want to be working a nine to five. I didn't want to be working for somebody else. And during this pandemic, it allowed me to kind of see that this was just something that was really meant for me. And it gave me the time and that's why I always say, like, find the good in everything. Yeah, this pandemic sucks. It really does. But mm-hmm. it, it gave so much opportunity to people. Like, whatever this whatever this virus is, find the good in it. If you even had time to just have rest, if you even had time to, like, find time to, like, meditate, if you had time to spend with your family, like, that's a blessing. So find the good in everything that, that happens in life. Most definitely. But, and yeah. yeah, like, but definitely, like, uh, it's definitely like it's a very big culture shock right now too you know with like a lot of people they don't want to work a nine-to-five as much as like previous like you know times yeah you know I mean? that's true like you know they want to not really like they don't want to work a nine-to-five they just don't want to i don't think they're about the type of lifestyle like that anymore you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that's true yeah i think like and i think like you and i were like a product of that too you yeah know? yeah for sure and being first generation too is really hard because mm-hmm. I remember telling you about this post and I read it saying that one of the hardest things like this, this, like we're not there yet. You know what I'm saying? We're just starting. Like this is the very beginning of our journey, journey, Facts. but your own family members are going to turn against you. Your own friends mm-hmm. are going to turn against you because yeah. not everybody can see the same vision that you have you know what i mean only you have that vision for yourself right now and some people it's going to be hard for them to see that vision it's going to be hard for them to see that because some people what you think 
is possible, they think is impossible. And um, I think that is one of the hardest things to deal with. Yeah. There was a book I was reading that talked about success. And it says that if you are trying to be successful, when you speak out, and it's about manifestation and stuff, but when you, when you ask for something, you have to know what you're going to do with what you get. So if you want to be an entrepreneur and you want to make all the money in the world, what is it that you're going to do with that money? And I always mm. told myself that that was something I was going to use to help my family. So as a first generation, even if my family doesn't see it yet, that, you know, like being an entrepreneur, like, what are you going to get out of it? What are you going to do working for yourself? All these different things that they're thinking in their head that's triggering them or making them worried. At the end of the day, they're going to know that the end product is going to be me being able to provide for them in the ways that they could never do financially yeah. or, or whatever. Most definitely. You know? You know? Like, nothing comes without a price, too, you know? Like, like you know Bruce Lee, right? Yeah. Like, there's this saying, like, like basically, like, he followed this idea from this book, like, called Think and Grow Rich, right? Yeah. And basically, like, it's like... A, correlates to exactly what you're saying like where it's like you know like what do you want to attain and what's the price of what you're going to attain and it's literally like he was just saying like i want to become the number one movie star i think it was in like his field of like action martial arts mm -hmm. and in return when i attain that i'm gonna entertain every person who watches my film you know what i'm saying yeah and then he manifested that and he claimed what he claimed and you know he bro what like he could return from what he acclaimed you know yeah so it's just like i was just like damn that's hard you know like yeah it makes sense with what you're saying too yeah it's crazy how it works out now but at the end of the day again like whatever your path is and your journey is whether you want to be an entrepreneur you want to work a job that is in the industry of working full-time like i think my number one thing for anybody working whatever industry you're working in is Give it everything that you got if you really love it. If you're really mm -hmm. passionate about it, give it everything that you got. Cause Most definitely. Whatever, whatever it is that's meant for you in your journey and your life, whatever your, whatever your work is supposed to be, your career is supposed to be, if you follow it and you put everything into it, the rewards will be endless. Like they your industry will make space for you. Your industry will expand for you. Like, there will always be room for you. You just got to give it every single thing that you've yeah. got. So that's that's what I have to say about that. Like, entrepreneur or not, like, I believe that everybody needs, like, to reach your full potential, you have to give everything that you have from your own passion and feed it to what it is that you want to create for yourself and for your family. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. You know, like, it's like you just gotta grind it out, man. You know, put in the work. <laughs> yeah, fine. That's how it is. There's yeah. no, it's no easy way, man. You just gotta, put, you just gotta put in the work, and get the result from it. You know. Yeah, that's facts. We're in Toronto recently. Oh man. Oh my goodness oh man oh man i've been waiting to talk about this topic i saw it, i was like i am talking about this so in toronto recently there was a protest i'm not sure if there's there must be protests all over like north america right now in regards to this but because we from toronto oh, i'm my. addressing this 
Oh my gosh, Amir. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to be putting this on the podcast right now. I just Say had it. the most serious deja vu. The Speak most, it, what is it? The, j- I'm looking at my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, okay. There's going to be a whole podcast dedicated to manifestation and all these different things Ooh. and following your path. But, okay. y'all. Every time I talk to Amir about stuff that I'm doing, this is crazy. Like, yo, fam, like, you could even testify to this. Like, I recently, like, I've been on this path to growth, y'all. I've been on this path for growth and becoming authentic and becoming myself and following what, what God really ordained for my life and, and the things that I'm supposed to be doing. And I keep getting these deja vus. But, like, it's not really deja vu. It's more like, like, I get these, like, little visions. It's really weird. Like these little visions and like like dreams sometimes and like I just see things and then I don't know what it comes from and then when I experience it I'm like oh my gosh I remember this I literally found remember sitting here I'm looking at my laptop right now this article the exact same position and looking at the podcast app that I'm using right now to record mm-hmm. sitting here doing this like I just yeah. had the weirdest deja oh my gosh damn fam that's and for her when it's like that that that's a reminder that she's on the right path yo yeah it, it honestly it gives me it gives me that it gives me that like that that guarantee that it's like okay you're on the right path now like you know because like recently like i've been a little bit off track i haven't been really like doing things like i've been a little bit like off off of what i'm supposed to be doing so i've been like trying to get back to what i'm supposed to be doing so like just stuff like this it really it affirms to me like okay like you're on the right path it's like okay keep going this is what you're supposed to be doing so that's crazy like this is anyways we uh, gonna she, have another she's been podcast. making big moves so don't sleep on her y'all i'm telling I, you i'm telling y'all that we're gonna have a podcast about stuff like this and you get to and again like you're gonna get to know about my guests you're gonna get to know more about me but this is crazy anyways so wow back to what i was saying in toronto there has been protests recently about wearing face masks and how it is uh, going against people's right of freedom of choice and um they went on the ttc i think it's on tuesday they went on the ttc and they told them that you know we're just going to tell them we have a medical condition and that we can't wear masks. And we're going to show them that we're not a danger to public by not wearing a mask and blah, blah, blah. Um, they're talking about saying how, you know, why should we have to suppress our own rights so that somebody else would feel better? And um, this is directly quoted from somebody who was removed from the St. Joseph Health Care Center, which is a hospital, for not wearing masks. And um, she she thinks that it's against her right as a person in Canada to have a choice. She doesn't want to wear a mask for whatever reason. There was another individual who said that too. And <laughs> bro, this only happens in North America, man. Like this no first, other country does this. Yo, these first world problems, man. Like I'm telling you, you see these people in third world countries. We have family that comes from third world countries. And they don't complain about stuff like this. They're so happy in the life that they have. So content. That's why it's always so refreshing to go back to your home country. Because it teaches you a lot of stuff. But it's like... 
I, I like correct me if I'm wrong on this, but like I haven't seen any like of this type of stuff in Europe as well, you know? Yeah. Well, I, just, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like I, that's just from what I've seen. But hey, y'all correct me if I'm wrong. Still. Yeah, but, but they have they have signs saying hugs over mask. Okay, first of all, there's <laughs> like hugs over a mask, social distancing. Hello, and like okay, here's my thing with the masks. And again, I'm going to post the link to this article in the video in the description so y'all could check it out and see it and comment, DM me, whatever. Like, let me know what you think about all these different things that we're talking about. Like, we'd love to hear your feedback. But I personally do not like wearing masks. I could tell you that. Because it's uncomfortable. Like, you're breathing hot air. And it's just, like, Mm -hmm. warm. And it's just, like, it's hard to breathe sometimes. Like, I get it. Like, I honestly, like, if I could, I wouldn't wear a mask. But the reason why you're wearing a mask is not to protect yourself. You're protecting others from you if you potentially have it. Because even if you're the safest person in the world, it's not going to kill you to just wear a little layer of protection. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's how you're going to prevent it. And the hugs over mask thing, it's like social distancing is what also helps with the situation too. Because again, you don't know who you're surrounding yourself with. At the end of the day, if somebody, especially in confined spaces like the TTC, you have millions of people riding that, you know, um, like my mom, my mom had to take the TTC uh, for two days because I was getting the car fixed and I couldn't drive mm-hmm. her to work. And I asked her, I said, how is the TTC? Because I even told her, I said, listen, take the GO train because it's probably not going to be as packed as the TTC, but because you know, like, she didn't want to walk far and stuff like that. She's like, I'm already going to take the TTC anyways. I might as well just take it all the way. And she told me there was so many people on the TTC. And I'm just thinking to myself, in confined spaces like that, if somebody sneezes or coughs in their hand by accident and they touch something, or if they cough near you or whatever, sneeze near you, or they have, like, water droplets that they, they, they spit while they're talking... And that comes on yeah, you. man. Like you're gonna, if they have coronavirus and they don't even know that they have it, you are also now infected, and that's where the issue is. It's not about, you know, like oh, we want you to wear masks because we want you to wear masks. It's like we want you to wear masks so you can be considerate of everybody else, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like imagine when like, because like these people are like, it's because of people like this. It's like it's delaying the um. The reduction, it's like delaying our city from going back to normal, like, you know? Like, we just want to have a summer, people. All of us are <laughs> That's trying, what I'm like, saying. All of us are staying home and, and we're just, like, doing our thing. We're just trying to live a good, blessed life this summer. Like, this summer's been hot. I'm trying to get some Bro. Heat that's what i'm saying you know like i'm just trying to chill i'm trying to vibe I'm trying to enjoy 2020 summer you know but everything's been canceled you know caravana a lot of other parades and festivals and it's like it's because a man's like these bro like people going to like trinity bellwoods you know like not social distancing there as well you know yeah. like literally sh- sh- shitting on a fucking lawn fam you know like <laughs> That's nasty. Like, that's, nasty. that's all I'm saying, bro. Like, that. <laughs> and it's like, like imagine, bro. Like, if you like, like imagine if they continue this, like they don't, they don't follow proper procedures of being hygienic and safe. It's like 
you you already see what the TTC does on a normal basis, like no pandemic. That 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 thing's mad packed, bro. That's what I'm saying. Um, imagine when a time comes where, like, the economy, like, there's gonna come to a point where the government will not care because they want to make money, you know. So they're just gonna reopen shit, you know. Yeah. And like, like if you think it's gonna be bad now, fam, and you y'all are acting like this, bro. Imagine when y'all gonna be crowded in the train together, fam. You know. That's what I'm saying, and that's why I'm like. Is it really that hard? Because here's the thing. So I was reading into the article. I'm like, because I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, like really, what's the big issue with the mask? You know, because they're protesting freedom of choice. I'm like, freedom of choice? That, I'm like, okay, I understand that. Because obviously, so the provincial government, for those of you who don't know, um, Premier Ford did not mandate that we're supposed to be wearing masks. He, however, highly suggests that we do wear masks. So there's no bylaw, like there's no law stating that we have to wear masks. However, in each mm-hmm. individual municipality, so in each city, yeah, the mayors are allowed to put a bylaw out stating that you should be wearing masks. Now, in Toronto, um, Mayor John Tory, he did make a bylaw stating that if you are not wearing a mask, you could be fined like 1000 to $5,000. But he did say that he's not going to enforce it heavily He's going to be more like educating people on why they should be wearing masks. In other regions like York region, um, Halton region and stuff like that, they're still deciding whether or not they want to make it mandatory. So it's not really like the, the whole entire government is trying to force you to do it. Different cities have different ways of functioning. And obviously in John Tory's mind, he's thinking, okay, how are we going to ensure the fact that our city's staying safe? Because Toronto is a big city with a lot of people. And you never know who you're coming across. You know? In outdoor you. spaces, but like, I get it. But indoor, like outdoor spaces, I understand. Because you can separate. You can, you know, be separated from other groups of people. So if you're with just your group of friends, that's okay. But in, in public spaces like the TTC, like that to me is, you know, where I draw the line. Like you should be more considerate on the train. That's what I'm saying, bro. And it shouldn't be an education when it comes to, like, that type of situation, bro. Like, you need to get corrected, you know what I'm saying? Like, because these people, like, they're not, like, it's not that they don't know. It's they don't care, you know? Yeah, and that and, that's exactly it. Like, bro, I, in my opinion, man, like, like, there needs to be, like, some sort of way. Like, for people who are willing to, like, break this, t- like, like, go out of their way to create to ex- to create more cases like for example like they go out of their way to not social distancing don't wear a mask do what they do you know what i'm saying without the proper procedures bro like like how would i say this like like people who are genuinely out there process protesting like saying like covid ain't real masks hugs over masks those type of stuff bro like like they i feel like they should be responsible for paying their treatments when it comes to if they catch covid <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and they'll learn, then they'll learn not to go out and be, like, goofy like that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? No, it's just, it, it doesn't make sense to me where they're doing stuff like that that are jeopardizing. Because you don't know who you're, again, you don't know if you have it and you don't know who you're sitting beside. What if you're sitting beside somebody who has some sort of condition? And they exactly. can't, if they were to get sick or ill from the COVID-19... What if they could die from it? That's their life is literally in your hand. Put it like that. Their life is in your hand. 
you choose not to protect yourself, protect them from you, even if you don't have it, even if you don't, the slight, the slight potential of you may be having it, you could be putting somebody else's life at risk. For what? For freedom of choice? What happens when the vaccine comes out? You know? Shit. That's a whole other um, thing. Because there's a lot of anti-vaxxers, and I understand that. Because, you know, like, some people are, are, are against vaccines and stuff like that. And I understand that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're putting medical medical things in your body that, that you are not really truly aware of the substances and stuff like that. But yeah. what then? Would you rather be wearing a mask or would you rather get a vaccine? Facts, you probably bro. want to Big wear the facts. mask. So it's like, at the end of the day, maybe if, because again, so this is what I was getting to. I was reading the article and it goes deeper than, it's going deeper than actually, um, than the mask itself. What they're saying is, they're saying that their individual, like they're talking about their individual rights. They're saying that right now, the first step for the government to, to enact the juris- jurisdiction that they're going to be doing like masks. Like if you're being forced to wear masks right now, if the government is forcing that on you right now, that's just the beginning. They're like, the next thing that they're going to do is they're going to start forcing you to get vaccine. And after that, when they start forcing you to get vaccine, I think they said something about a biomedical ID or something like that. Then they're going to force that on you too. So their whole thing is that they're trying to prevent the government from forcing them to get to that point where if they are forced to have a vaccine, they should have a right to choose whether or not they want a vaccine. And if there is a biomedical ID that's required, they should be able to choose whether or not that they should be wearing, should be having stuff like that. That I understand. But here. Wait, so did they say that, that that's their assumption or did they, or did they, or is there like a, like an article saying that it might be mandatory um, to have a vaccine. There's been a lot of buzz about about the vaccine. Like a lot of even like a lot of club owners and different different groups of people are like, until the vaccine is made, like they're not opening up their stuff. Like it'll be mandatory for some people to go in. Like there's a lot of different rumors going around. But um, if this becomes the case where it, I guess it, it's it's prolongs like the situation prolongs. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to force it on everybody, right? But, like, honest- but that's why it's like, if you can prevent it now, if we could stop this now, then you don't even have to worry about the vaccination. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, every action has a consequence, bro. You know, like, yeah. we could have prevented this if everyone just collectively decided to stay home. You know what I right. mean? Right. Like, literally, but people want to go out. People want to do this. I understand for people who need to make money, you know what I'm saying? And need to provide, need to pay bills. Like, I understand that, you know, that's different. But if you want to, like, a lot of people are protesting for their leisure because they want to enjoy their leisure, you know? Yeah, well, what's one month like, compared to, like, Exactly. Six? And look at other countries, bro. Like, like, I think it's New Zealand. New Zealand, I heard they've been case-free because they're all, like, you know, followed proper procedures and followed common courtesy, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, <laughs> yo, these... Nah, some people, like, I just think that, like, like you're just... A, you're abusing your freedom for selfish reasons. That's literally what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's facts. And that's why I said, like, if you... If, if everybody could comply with the mask now, if we can get rid of... So, like, with previous, with previous viruses that have, like, previous pandemics that have gone across, like, Spanish flu... 
once yeah. or like um SARS, once once the virus died down, like once it was gone, there was no need for any medical researchers to um continue creating a vaccination. Why? Because there's no more there's no more virus. So what's the point? Why are they gonna mm-hmm. waste their money creating a vaccination for something that's not there anymore? It's not existent. Yeah. If people like... continue to act this way and the virus continues to spread, it gives for those who are not who are opposed to having vaccines, if you continue to allow the vaccine to spread, if you allow there to be an environment for a potential, even the slightest potential for it to spread, this gives people more time to work on a vaccine because it's still going around. The second the virus stops and it shows that it stopped for a little, like a, a little period of time, at least it's gone, they'll stop with all of that stuff. And the people who are anti-vax will be happy. The people who are whatever about everything will also be happy. Put it like that. Win-win. That's facts. Uh, man, some people, they don't know how to discipline themselves to keep themselves. I mean, keep their ass at home. I mean, I get it. You like, know? people want to have a life. I understand. Like, when I, like, I literally went to Cuba um, a week before the whole, like, quarantine thing the mandatory quarantine thing mm-hmm. everything like went yeah. down so i was fortunate thank god i was able to go on a vacation before before this all went down but even coming yeah. back like when i was on when i was in cuba i was just thinking to myself like how am i gonna stay home for two weeks i don't want to stay home for two weeks like that's like i'm i'm never home i'm always working <laughs> and always out and about i'm never home the only time i'm home is to sleep in my bed that's it. That is the only time I'm home. I am never home for leisure. So I was like, I don't even know how I'm going to stay out. And it was hard at first. It was so hard. But mm-hmm. once I adapted to that, I was like, you know what? It's not going to kill me. I'd much rather be safe than sorry. And yeah. if everybody could do that, like, yes, live your life. I get it. God, like, I know it. I'm not against it. Like, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know, like, I, like, I get it. Like, people want to live your life. Like, even me, like, I want to live my life. But at the same time, it's like, I just think to myself, like. The... It sounds like you're getting, uh, like, you hear people already paging you. I fam. hear it. I already hear people paging <laughs> me about, well, we have a summer to live. I'm not just going to stay home. I'm going to go out regardless. I, hear people, I already hear it. Whatever, guys. Y'all can roast me. Whatever. I don't care. Roast me. Nah, like, Come y'all can me. go out, fam. But just. For it don't move wild fam that's it you know like if you want to hang out like there's what, what what's phase two saying phase two saying that you can hang out with 10 people but those 10 people it only has to be you guys interacting right yeah but so that's pretty but late, like but fam. Then, you but got then again, 10 man but then bro. again but think about it like this but then what about each of those 10 people where have they been if they're also living their life then they're meeting with those 10 people then those 10 people with another 10 people then those 10 people with another 10 people and it just that's what I'm so saying. it's just like i'm just like yo i'm conflicted that's why i'm like you know what Y'all live your life, my ass staying home. I'm staying home, okay? I'm like... That's facts. I'm not like, <laughs> you know, you guys could play. You know, I go out to drop my mom to work and come back. But in regards to everything else, I don't know how I feel just yet about, about releasing myself into the... into the Social interactive yeah, world. Yeah, I'll stay social, sit in my ass at home. Thank you. But it's hard. Fair enough. But at the same time, it's like... At least if some people can do it, it'll slow down. It's good that it's going down. The virus cases are going down. But at the same time, it's like, you know, we could go back up. 
Exactly, you know. It's all it's in our control, you know what I'm saying? It's literally in our control as a population. It is. So But um yeah. So that's that. That's all I have to really say about that. But that was an interesting thing to see um with the mask thing in Toronto. Again, like I appreciate my boy, I appreciate my family, <laughs> most importantly, and founder of Young Mind, Young Body, aka YMB, for joining me on my first ever episode. <laughs> Um, I appreciate your time, fam. Like, I, I really do. He actually inspired the, yeah. <laughs> the title of the podcast. Because whenever me and him go on a talk, he'd be like, yo, talk your talk. Talk your talk, Jess. I'm like, yes. yeah, are you? Yeah, I lie. <laughs> I lie. Well, you know, Give me my royalties, yo. You know, we here to support <laughs> each other. Uh <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing, you know. I appreciate you having me on this. You know, like what's it called? Like I'm glad, you know, like you could put me on. You know, I always learn things from you too, you know. We learn from each other, we grow. You know what I'm saying? And once again, check out my page, Young Mind, Young Body. Mm-hmm. That's you big know? facts. One day you know, call, stay with us now while we get while we, we have these come conversations. Up, you know and um we hope that y'all could stay with us and watch us grow. And join the movement, join the conversation. And um, I appreciate y'all who listen. Appreciate y'all, y'all who, who support us and be supporting us through our journey yes, and being able to, to watch us grow and help us grow and be alongside with us. And um, I really hope that truly, I truly, really hope that with these podcasts and with this first episode that you could get something out of it, whatever it is that you could get out of it. I hope you got something positive out of it. And Feel free to start conversation with us and correct us if we're wrong about something. Talk to us about something. We're always growing. We're always learning. We're always improving. Um, and stay tuned for the next episode that's going to be coming up every Monday at Most definitely. 9 a.m.